and that's a toilet running. <laughs> Everyone, 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 welcome to another fascinating episode of Gear Related, a peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry. I am your co-host, Heather. And that makes me Ben. It does make you Ben. Other things make you Ben as well. Yes. We won't discuss those. Okay. Moving forward. Hey, so, you know, school's back in session. It is. And I love me some dollar store school supplies because you can get like five gazillion pencils and all that good stuff. But I heard a rumor. You did? Yeah. You told me the rumor. Yeah, I did tell you this rumor. Um, It's actually more than just a rumor. This is uh, a real life thing. A bona fide news story. Yeah. So um, this actually happened uh, a few years ago, but the reason why it's news now is the court case just was decided. I mean, it takes years to, to figure this stuff out. Um, but, uh, the dollar stores got, got in trouble a little bit by selling some things that were expired prescriptions, over the counter prescriptions. Oh. I guess that would make it not a prescription. I don't know. Don't listen to me. Over the counter medications. That's it. There you go. That's it. Thanks for covering for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the other things now, uh, the ones involved here were dollar general, dollar tree and family dollar, but there's one particular, particular store between these three that just grinds my gears. Uh Oh, Dollar General was selling some obsolete motor oil. Wait, obsolete motor oil? I'm so glad you asked with mm. that inflection in your, in your tone. I do what I so, can. So the brand of motor oil is DG, which I'm assuming is Dollar General. Or darn good. Yeah, darn good motor oil. 10W30, 10W40, and then there's an SAE30, which is 30-weight oil. Okay. Now, the 10W30 and the 10W40 has an API rating what is the yeah. API rating? Okay, so API stands for American Petroleum Institute, and they rate these oils. That's nice of them. Isn't it? Yeah. So the 10W30 and the 10W40 had an SA rating. Okay. That rating hasn't been used. Uh, oh, excuse me. That The 10W30 and the 10W40 had an SF rating. Okay. And the SF rating has not been used since 1988. Oh, that would be obsolete then. Right. So meaning this oil should not be used in your car if it was newer than 1988. Hey, I just recently got rid of a car that was a 1988. Fair enough. But let's take a look at the Dollar General SAE 30. Okay. The API rating that on that one was, in fact, SA, oh. which was discontinued in 1930. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. So, so unless you're driving a Model T, oh, don't Mr. get your, your oil at the Dollar General store. Or your gears will be grinded. <laughs> grinded it. Grinded it good. Wow. Okay. So I'm glad they, they expeditiously decided that court case so that now we can all drive our old cars. I, I'm just trying to think of like the purpose of selling oil that obsolete. You're either intentionally trying to be deceitful or you just think 
that most cars out on the road are really old. No. <laughs> or you're just not reading the fine print. Very fine print. Yes. Anyways. So I, I heard another another story, but this is this one's a little closer to home. This one is uh, actual, you know, customer experience yes. at our lovely shop. Yes, this is uh, this happened at uh, Schoen Auto right here in uh, East Rochester. Yeah, some some mishaps at the pump. Now, normally I wouldn't talk about this, but it happened twice in a week. Oh. Now, what happened was somebody had mistakenly put diesel fuel into their. Uh, normally aspirated engine, which is, of course, not diesel. Okay. And most people will tell you that this is very bad for your car. If you're lucky enough to catch it, which one of our customers was, they did not start the car after they had done this. This saves a lot of trouble. If you do put diesel car in your car by mistake, and and you realize it right away, don't start the car, don't drive it anywhere, call a tow truck, get it towed to your shop to get taken care of. So what what do you do? How do you fix that? If you can catch it before they start the car, then it's just a simple matter of getting the fuel out of the tank and putting fresh fuel in there. Okay. Uh, One of our other customers, unfortunately, did not realize it right away, but realized it much later on when the car was running terribly, terribly bad. Oh, no. So he called, and we we talked and uh, said, yeah, let's, let's take care of this. But, you know, it got to me thinking, this happened twice in one week. Something's going on here because I was under the impression that a diesel nozzle was too large to fit in your tank. And I asked him, are you sure you put diesel fuel in it? And he says, you know what? I went back. I checked. Sure enough, it was diesel. And I said, and the nozzle was small like the regular gasoline nozzles? And he said, yes. So isn't there supposed to be like some special marking? I've never... Actually, maybe way back in the day when I drove for an ambulance, I did diesel fuel, but I think it was specially marked, or I was just lucky, maybe. They are marked on the pump, uh, and I got so curious, I suppose, that I dug deep, deep into the uh, interwebs, <laughs> into the interwebs, and looked at the actual law. There is for you, for you law nuts out there, New York Code two three zero six point seven. Point six. You can look this up if you want. Mm. This is the code that deals everything to do with gas nozzles. Oh, so much fun, right? <laughs> if you can't sleep tonight, yeah, I highly but, recommend it. You shall dream about gas nozzles. But what I was specifically looking for was, in fact, not there. See, I thought the nozzle had to be a certain size. It does not. Mm. I thought the nozzle had to be a certain color. Green. It does not. So now I'm paying attention to more of these pumps out there, and I'm seeing black nozzles with small tips that can easily be mistaken for a regular fuel nozzle. So I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing this more and more. I hope not. I guess you can't be on autopilot anymore. you got to really pay attention. Yeah, people are busy. I mean, it's it's hard. Life is hard. (laughs) There's so much to do, but... But uh, it's it's harder when you put diesel fuel in yes, your car. Yes, it's much harder. So I guess that's our public service announcement for the day. Uh, just look at the pump before you start putting gas in your car. That would be good. Joining us today is a very special guest, April Wiesner with Papa Lock of Greater Rochester. April, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. So tell us what Papa Lock does and what your role in the company is. Sure. So we are a full-service mobile locksmith, and we provide solutions for home, automotive, and business locksmithing needs. 
And I'm the communications director. So mainly I'm responsible for marketing, bringing in new business, and um, enhancing our relationships with our current clients. But we're a small business, so I kind of do a little of everything, um, quoting, scheduling, everything. Jane of all trades. Yep. Do you do papa locking? Uh, I have been known to pop some locks. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So um, a question that I've been dying to know, because I've had just, I've had a couple of friends, they shall remain nameless, who have um, did a bad thing and may have unlocked their car, put their car keys up on the top of it, and then pushed that push button start, drove off without the car keys. So then they had to have the horrible luck of going into the dealership, maybe waiting for a long time. Um, and I was hoping that you had a better option for us for that. We do. We can help with that. It's a huge misconception out there that the only way to get new car keys is going to the dealer. We can actually make keys for just about every make and model. Pretty much everything you see in Wegmans, um, Chryslers, Toyotas, Chevy, Ford, Nissan, um, or even moving into some of the I guess what you would consider the luxury imports like BMWs. Nice. And so what would be the difference between having you guys do the key versus the dealership? Yeah, the biggest factor is the price. We are almost always a lot cheaper than the dealer. Um, and then, as you mentioned, having to wait, you know, maybe a couple days to get in with the dealer. We can usually fit somebody in same day, sometimes um, not until the next day. But uh, we usually can do it a lot quicker than the dealer as well. And then we're mobile, too. So if you lose your car keys, you don't have to get towed anywhere. We'll just come right out to you. Um, and we can also make a lot of keys that the dealers can't necessarily. Like for older cars, we are still able to do those, whereas the dealers can't get the codes to cut the keys. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And you guys do uh, the keys, and do you do the uh, separate fobs as well? Yep, we do the plain keys without buttons on them. We do what we call remote head keys. So those are the keys with the lock, unlock, panic, remote start. We can do separate fobs if that's what your car takes. We can also do those um, smart keys, the push-to-start vehicles. Very cool. Okay, so the name Papa Lock, obviously you've gotten some people out of some extraordinary circumstances. I was wondering if you could tell us about one of the most extraordinary circumstances maybe somebody found themselves in that you had to save the day. Sure. One of my favorite is, um, we've actually done this on more than one occasion, some of the local food trucks, they have found themselves on the wrong side of the door. So we've had to go out. Um, even last year before the Clothesline Festival, we had to go rescue somebody. Okay. With ovens on or uh i think they had they had not quite started yet they oh. were getting they oh. were getting prepared and walked outside and realized whoops so did they pay you in food that would have been awesome i wish <laughs> nachos they for never, your trouble yeah they never pay me in food <laughs> <laughs> okay so speaking of crazy stories i gotta know what is the stupidest way that people have tried to unlock their car that you've seen um, well, in person, uh, between me and the rest of our techs, we've seen a lot of things um, jammed into the window, between the window and the frame. We've seen windshield wipers, um, sticks, shovels. Um, windshield wipers? Yeah. 
windshield wipers, ice scrapers, <laughs> just kind of any spare long tool that they have. I don't know what their what their goal was. Um, I've also seen on YouTube, and I assure you this does not work, uh, but I have seen people take a tennis ball and cut a hole in it and then squeeze that tennis ball, put it up against the door lock, squeeze that ball real hard, and magically their doors pop open. It doesn't work that way, so that's a little bit of YouTube magic. Oh, you, but that's I, one of my favorites. I'm sure there are <laughs> hundreds of people out there that have tried this, though. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, by the way, I have done the coat hanger thing on my car when I was a teenager, full disclosure. <laughs> how annoyed are, How annoyed do you get when you see those movies where, you know, they hotwire a car, then they just pull two wires down and off they go? It's... I find it comical. Sometimes I kind of wish that it worked that way because <laughs> when I can't find my keys, I would just hotwire my car. Um, yeah. But, you know, I might be out of a job then. Um, but the other thing that really gets me is watching people try to pick a lock or open a safe just by sticking their ear against the safe and turning the dial. Oh, that doesn't work? No. Shockingly, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, safe cracking is a really specialized skill. And I guess there are some people who can do that, but only a handful in the U.S. Well, you know what I'd really like to do, though, is create my own film just to have that scene in it. Because part of turning a key, it doesn't just start the car. It also unlocks the steering wheel. So I want to see somebody hotwire a car without turning the key and then try to drive down the road and say, turn left or right and realize they can't. (laughs) Details, details. Nicolas Cage does not care about this. That's right. So I think what I want to know is a little bit more about how Pop-A-Lot got started. Okay, sure. So we are a franchise. Uh, We were actually started by some police officers down in Louisiana. Um, Back in the early 90s, you could actually use a coat hanger to unlock a door. And police departments would get called out all the time when people lost their locked their keys in their car. Um, Sometimes their kid was in the car or they had a pet in there. Uh Um, Yeah, and these officers realized they had enough calls that they could actually start a little side business um, and kind of take that off the police so they could focus on more urgent matters. Um, And as technology improved, they just kept adding more services, and now we do just about everything into high-tech access control. That is so cool. So now I want to know, everybody's heard all this awesome stuff you guys do. How do they find you? Sure. The Really the best way to get information is just to call us, 585-244-5000. Super easy to remember. Um, you can also find us on the web at papalockofrochester.com. Well, thank April. Thank you so much for for joining us and telling us these uh, stories and details and things that people might not have known that they could get their cars uh, or car keys made by a, a locksmith. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been a lot of fun. So I think that's going to do it for us today. Do you have anything else special to add? No, I mean just a, another special thank you to April Wiesner for being here with us. Oh, she's fabulous. Uh, I, I love the love the stories. Yes. So please check out Pop Lock next time you need a key. They will help you out. 
Check and them out on Facebook. Check us out on Facebook. Yeah, and rate us on the iTunes or the other, whatever podcatcher you use. And uh, if uh, if you have anything you'd like to be on, the, uh, like to have on the podcast, or want to tweet us something, do that at show at Shown Auto. That's S C H O E N Auto. And we'd love to hear from you. I want to hear some crazy stories when you got locked out of your car yes. at midnight. I want to know. Yes, what please happened. tell us all the stories. And, you know, even the ones where you put the beer down, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you could leave that part out if you want. <laughs> of course. Thanks again, everybody, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.